Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Today is March the 13th, 2023. It's your boy, Chris, and this is the Cash Deal with Chris NBA betting show slash podcast, where we try to get ahead of the lines, man. We try to get ahead of the early lines, see if we can beat some of these lines based on the information that we know in order to play, you know, pretty successful bets at the time, right? So, um, you know, to to as we always do, I typically do a recap. Uh, and for that recap, we'll go with, uh, so Saturday, pretty good day, uh, four and one overall gave out five plays, made an evening, made a, made a day show, uh, weekend edition. And then yesterday I didn't do a show, but I did go on, uh, Jay's Jay money show and give out three plays that were all were unsuccessful. So, oh, and three day yesterday, four and one day, uh, day before. So, you know, right about break even is what I say, uh, you know, with the plays over the weekend. Um, and definitely, you know, looking to bounce back. Sunday was weird, man. We saw a big home favorite not cover the spread in uh, in uh, Denver to start the day. And then we also saw, um, you know, uh, a big road favorite not cover the spread in Cleveland against the shorthanded. Uh, well, they were shorthanded too, but against the shorthanded Milwaukee Buck, uh, against the shorthanded Charlotte Hornets, then the Lakers didn't get it done last night. It was it was just a weird weird day yesterday. CJ McCollum and Brandon, I mean Brandon Ingram didn't play yesterday, and Dame didn't play, and they got you know Portland got manhandled yesterday in uh, in New Orleans. So it was a real weird day yesterday. Hopefully we we can get back on track in the NBA. You know, is is a a little little kinder to us. So. Let's get into a couple games that I want to talk about today. It looks like we have uh, seven games on the board today. Um, I want to go through a few of them. The first one I want to talk about, and as you guys join, hit the like button for me if you can. Also, check out the podcast on our podcast streaming platforms as well. You guys can leave a review. And then a quick announcement that I wanted to make is that you guys should see it on the bottom of the screen this week. Um, I still, I'll, I'll be doing the crispy cap and NBA show at five 30 every single day. But as far as the morning show, the morning show will be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So no, no morning show on Tuesday and Thursday, but, uh, just got some things going on, but, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I will have, um, this show available for you guys live, same time and available on all podcast streaming platforms. So let's get into uh the games that i just kind of talked to you guys about that i wanted to well the game the games that i want to talk to you guys about so first game i want to talk about is this the t-wolves and the and um and the hawks and that game will be played in atlanta today it looks like atlanta is laying five points in this spot which is a a a lot to me i think (laughs) you see the total going up in this one it opened looked like it opened at 239 it's up to to 240 and a half and uh to me, it makes a lot of sense um, as far as the total increasing because Atlanta is so poor defensively. You look at the Hawks, this is a third game in four nights for them. Also a fourth game in six nights for them. They are the, the worst defensive team over the last five games, but they do have the sixth best offense over the last five games as well. Hawks are five and one straight up, four and two against the spread as a home favorite after a previous um, after a previous uh, home loss as well. So uh, typically they bounce back in this spot. You get two very conflicting styles in these in this game, though. The Timberwolves play, uh, you know, top 
10 defense, but they have a bottom five, bottom 10 offense right now, at least post all-star break and probably for, you know, throughout the most of the season. Atlanta on the opposite side, I just kind of told you guys opposite. Their defense is, is really, really bad. Like I said, worst rated over the last five games, but their offense is really, really good. We saw that happen. We saw that the other day against the Boston Celtics on, on Saturday night. So league-wide trend tells me that home favorites playing their fourth game in six nights in which their opponent is more rested because the Minnesota Timberwolves are in this spot. Those home favorites are 33 and 14 straight up, 28 and 18 against the spread. That's 61% of those games the home favorite are actually winning. The home favorites are also covering by six or more um, 62% of the time, 18 and 11 uh, straight up, and uh, 62% 19, 9, and 1 to the under, 68%. So, Y'all know I typically look at these totals and I see them go over 240, 240 and a half, 241, and I like to take the under. This is a spot where I'm not 100% sure where I want to take the under on, uh, just because the Timberwolves, they are, um, they're one and four against the spread as road dogs in non-conference games. They're also five and zero to the over in that spot. So um, you see the Timberwolves have to go on the road and play against, uh, you know, a fast-paced team that scores a lot of points. One time already, uh, you know, post all-star break, that game actually came against the uh, Sacramento Kings and they won the game against the Kings, but uh, you know, they, they didn't show up defensively. They just bought their offense really, really hard to slow down Sacramento in Sacramento. And conversely is really, really difficult to slow down, you know, this uh, Atlanta Hawks team at home. We saw Boston struggle the other day to get stops when they needed them. Um, so if I'm playing this game, I'm taking the points with the, with the Timberwolves. Um, you know, kind of going back to what I just said, I'm not laying five points with the uh, with the with the Atlanta Hawks, um, because they, they their defense is so poor. So you all, the, the opposing team always gonna have a chance. So if I'm playing a game, I'm only taking the points with the with the Timberwolves. Like I said, it opened at four. It's up to five. Also, you know, uh, really interesting to mention is that this is a homecoming game for Anthony Edwards. We know that he's from. He's from Georgia. Uh, not sure if it's Atlanta or not, but I know he's from Georgia. So he's going to be turned for this game. And he'll probably get his teammates turned for this one as well. So if I'm looking to play the game, I'm only taking the points with the with the Timberwolves in this spot just because the Hawks are really, really bad defensively. Staying on the East Coast, let me see what you guys are saying about this game real quick. Um, good morning to the people, man. What up, Ant? What up, Patrick? Um, only thing I hopped on was Jazz Heat over 224. So that's the game I want to talk about. And I and I and I do like that total going over as well. Um let's see, let's see, let's see. Lean Rockets and Celtics under. I lean that game to go under as well. Um all right, cool. Let's jump back into it. So um, jazz in the heat. I'm glad uh, Wu mentioned this because th th this is something I was looking at as well. When I fell asleep last night, uh, before I fell asleep last night and I was capping this game, the jazz were, uh, th we didn't have a total for this game, but we did have a spread at seven and a half in favor of the Miami Heat, the home team. Um, so this one, this one seemed like, like, like it was going to be relatively easy. You get this Heat team. It's also a third game and four nights for them and a fourth game and six nights for them as well. And they're coming off an overtime game, overtime loss against the Orlando Magic on Saturday. So they played on Friday against the Cavs. 
Um, they play on uh, on um, Saturday against the Orlando Magic. They had yesterday off. So, yeah, fourth game is six nights for them and a third and four. And that last game with the overtime. The, the, the Heat already not a really good covering team, specifically at home. This team is 9-21, 9-21-2 and as a home favorite this season. They only cover in 30% of the time. So if you were just to take the opponent uh, against the Heat, then you've won 70% of your bets if they were a home favorite in Miami. And you look at that, that's including 3-9 and nine against the spread and 0-4 oh against the spread in their last four versus the West as well. And they're 2-7 and seven against the spread when laying seven points or more at home. Um, you look at the league-wide trend since 2012, home favorites laying uh, seven points or more coming off an overtime game that's also playing their fourth game in six nights are 46, 70, and three. That's a 61% fade of the Miami Heat tonight to win this game by margin, win this game by eight points. Um, since 2021, those road teams are seven, three, and one against the spread. So that's 70% trend that backs taking the points with the Jazz today as well. Um, but for the Jazz, this is the final, uh, you know, game of a six game road trip. They had been struggling to start this road trip off. I don't know if you guys remember, but at the end of last week, not this week, just past week before they, uh, you know, they lost in, uh, in Dallas, uh, you know, couldn't get a win there, but then they kind of turned it around. They beat the Orlando magic. They were three point dogs in that game. Then they just went to Charlotte. They beat Charlotte as well. Uh, beat Charlotte pretty handily as well on the first leg of a back-to-back. Um, and then, you know, then you get, uh, then you get Miami and Miami has been, you know, an underachievers all year. What I looked at, I've started to use a new, um, you know, a new way of kind of handicapping these games. And, and that is, uh, cleaning the glass. I don't know if you guys have heard of cleaning the glass, but clean the ga- glass kind of breaks down offensive and defensive efficient efficiency ratings, uh, amongst other things, um, where you can kind of go in and check these teams versus uh, similar style teams or, you know, uh, the opposite, right? So if you look at the Jazz against good defensive teams, they play better than when you look at the Heat against good offensive teams. So I do like the total to go over, uh, which is what we kind of talked about. I didn't have a total last night. When I woke up this morning, I saw it at 224. I do like the total to go over. The Jazz should be able to score in this spot, and the Jazz don't offer a lot of resistance at the rim. So if I'm playing a game, I'm only taking the over 224 and a half, uh, especially with the Heat being on the third game in four nights and the fourth and six. Typically, that lends to, you know, a, a little less defense. And I'm not saying that they won't be, you know, they won't be ready in this spot to go, but I'm not laying seven, seven and a half points with the Heat at home. And I'm also not playing the under um, when the Jazz can kind of fill it up. Uh, injury-wise, I think Kyle Lowry is listed as questionable, but they they uh, the Jazz may get uh, Jordan Clarkson back in this game. So uh, playoff seating is, you know, uh, uh, implicated by this game. The Jazz are struggling for their playoff lives. The Heat are struggling as well, trying to get out of the play-in and move up in the standings. I think they're currently like number seven in the in the Eastern Conference. So that's the other game I wanted to touch on real quick. We see what y'all say in the comment section, and I want to get to the last game uh, as well. So we got um, – I do jazz just going to run the defense defensive rating trash past <laughs> past few games heat on the bounce back too. Uh I like Anthony Edwards too, low key. I was looking at him earlier. Minus seven and a half, a big spread for an over though. Yeah, but but if the Heat win the game, it'll be because of their offense, in my estimation, with the Jazz playing really bad defense. 
The Jazz can't really stop anybody. So I like that. I think the Heat smack them here and go against uh go against the stats. That's the reason why they keep uh getting that spread like that. They also need to win. The Heat been playing weird, but I think they lock up defensively and roll tonight. Uh Clarkson hasn't played in a while. Will he should? I don't know if he's gonna play or not. I know Tyler Horton Tucker looked like um Luka Doncic the other day against Charlotte. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Heat, the Heat don't cover eight point spreads. That's what they they're the worst home team in the league when uh worst home favorite team in the league. So no way I'm laying laying eight points when I can fade them and win 70% of my bets by fading them, especially getting seven and a half and the Jazz not on the second leg of a back to back. I think the Jazz can keep it close. I think the Jazz can keep it close tonight. Um, last game I wanted to touch on real quick is the probably the game of the day, the Bucks and the Kings, man. This is gonna be an interesting one. So uh, I saw last night that on it depends on where you got the line. I saw the line open at um, Bucks minus a half. Then I also saw the line open at um, Bucks minus a point and a half. So you get the Kings as home dogs today. Uh, you get the Bucks as road favorites. We don't have a total, and the reason why we don't have a total is because Giannis is still listed as questionable officially for this game. Not a hundred percent sure if he's going to play or if he if he won't play. The Bucks are coming off the overtime game, of course, against the Golden State Warriors on Saturday night, ABC game, uh, where they probably should have won if Steph Curry doesn't go crazy in the and you know late in the fourth quarter to force OT. Um, so you know, prime time bounce back spot off the overtime loss. Pretty sure the Bucks, you know, that one probably stung, and they also didn't have Chris Middleton for the overtime because they, uh, Mike Budenhauser, putting him on a you know a, a really really solid minutes limit and wouldn't let him play in the overtime um conversely you look at this king's team they are absolutely balling this team is averaging 132 points per game post all-star break um and they've went over their team total in every game except one post all-star break so i think there's something like eight and one to the team total over in this spot um but but hold on now (laughs) <laughs> the Bucks are a really, really solid defensive team, and that's something that the Kings haven't really had to play against. Um, they did go to they did go to uh, Phoenix the other day and get a win as a dog. I think that game opened as as uh, the uh, Sacramento Kings three point three point dogs, and it, and the spread went to Phoenix the entire entire day. I think they closed at minus four, minus four and a half. Well, plus four, plus four and a half. And you see the Kings going there and get a and get an outright win. Um, I know it shocked a lot of people, but the Kings, they play really good offense. So if you're going to beat them, you're going to have to rely on your defense more so than your offense because you, you're going to need to get stops. The Bucks, the Bucks can do that, right? They, they were in a game with Golden State that was, you know, clearly going under the total before overtime hit. And it feels like to me that the Bucks are the right side in this game just because the Kings defense against other elite offenses is pretty bad. So now they get a team that has a little more length than them, a little more size than them, uh, that's just as quick as them, and that can, you know, kind of control the pace. The Bucks also, they won the game earlier this season in Milwaukee. You look at this Bucks team, they are six and two, straight up five and one, five, two and one against the spread as a as road favorites of three points or less. So if they're needing to just win the game by a bucket, they are six and two straight up in that spot, and they've covered. Um, five of you could say five or seven spreads with one of them being a push. So um, off a loss, I think that you know this game uh, in a game that they should have won in regulation. Like I said, they're just the, the more complete team in my estimation. So if I'm playing this game, I think uh, you know with the line being 
that it opened in favor of Milwaukee. I don't think that this line over opens in favor of Milwaukee if Giannis probably isn't um, going to at least give it a go in this game. Um, so to me, that's indicative of taking the points with Milwaukee. If Giannis is ruled in, and a lot of books don't even have this line yet, it looks like it's only available on uh, Bet Online, on uh, DraftKings. I know it's available on FanDuel. It's also available on Bet365 because I did play it already. I played the money line for the Milwaukee Bucks, minus the half point. Uh, so I think it was minus 115 is what I got the odds at. I do think that the Bucks win this game today. They're they're the, they're the more complete team. They can they score? Yeah, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis. Uh, you know, even that bench is really really good. Grayson Allen, and they're going to play. They're going to actually get after it on the defensive end. So, um, you know, we don't have a total in this one. I, I would be looking towards the under. I know that the Kings play extremely fast pace, and it's scary to take an under in Cleveland. I'm, I'm sorry, in Sacramento with this Kings team on the floor because. They do have the best offensive rating post all-star break. But if there's a team in the NBA that can slow them down and that can match up, you put Brooke Lopez on, on Sabonis. This is how how I anticipated to go. Brooke Lopez on Sabonis definitely slows him down. Drew Holiday in front of De'Aaron Fox. And nobody can stop Drew Holiday. Nobody can stop De'Aaron Fox. He is probably the fast, fastest, shiftiest, uh, most clutch player that's in the league right now. I think he got the most clutch points out of any player in the NBA over the last couple seasons. But, you know, good luck with trying to stop Giannis. You know, the Bucs can also – they can defend the three-point line when they need to as well. So, um, I did take the points. I, I took the I took the half – well, I laid the half a point, like I said, and took the Bucks on the money line. So, uh, best bets of the day for me, you guys can see them at the bottom. Utah plus the seven and a half. Uh, I think the death spread moves in favor of Utah if Jordan Clarkson is ruled in. And I haven't played that yet. I just just for just to be fully transparent. I'm waiting on that one, but I do like the Jazz plus the seven and a half points. Also like that game to go over the 224 and a half, but uh but didn't play that yet either. And then the Bucks money line. I do like the Bucks in the spot tonight against the Sacramento Kings. It's a late, late game, so you guys definitely don't have to bet it early. But those are my top two looks for today. So 18, almost 19 minutes in the books. Went over uh three games for you guys, Minnesota, Atlanta. Definitely strong lean towards taking the points with with uh, Minnesota in that spot. Atlanta just does not play a lot of defense. Can't lay five points with a team that ranks uh, bottom five. Um, let's see. What else y'all got in the chat before I get up out of here? Um, Uncut said Hawks are 5-0 ATS straight up in their last five meetings against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I did see that. 16 wins in the last 19 games in State Farm Arena. Minnesota has failed to cover in five straight versus the East versus Eastern Conference teams. They that this is all this is true, but to me, it feels like if the Minnesota Timberwolves can go into Sacramento and get a win against a team that plays just like the Atlanta Hawks, and I and, and you can wait on you definitely, you know, you can wait on that one. It's not an official play, but Rudy Gobert is, I think he is listed as questionable with the ankle injury. If Rudy Gobert is in then, of course, that helps that defense a lot. And it puts a lot of pressure on Clint Capella to defend the rim as well because, you know, since, uh, you know, Mike Conley's gotten there, Rudy Gobert numbers have shot through the roof. So, um, you know, take that with a grain of salt as well. I, th- I do think that Minnesota is the right side. I'm not laying five points with the Hawks in this game. Uh, Wu said, I think the Kings are in for a letdown. They should be. They definitely should be. Um, like to jump in, uh, like to jump in Bucks before Giannis gets ruled in. 
and I think they can uh, win without him regardless. Under narratives uh, goes with Bucks win, absolutely. Uh, Uncut said Warriors have covered the spread in seven straight in 23, 11, and one against the spread this season. I think the public will be all over the Suns. Um, yeah, I, so I broke I broke that game now too. I'll say that one for later. Spread is already moving in favor of the Warriors, though. I saw that they opened at four. They're up to four and a half already. And that totals it opened at 240 and a half. It's already come down to 239 and a half, which I like as well. Uh Warriors, Suns playing on the first leg of a back-to-back. Um, they got a they got a uh you know a tough game tomorrow against the Bucks. And the Bucks got a tough game as well against the Suns. So so uh both teams play tonight and both teams end up playing tomorrow. You know, it should be a nice little um, I don't think neither one of those teams gonna look ahead though. I do like the Warriors triple revenge spot for the Warriors today. Suns done beat them three times already this season. So I'll talk about that game later, but I did cap it already and broke it down. Just didn't take a side. If I had if I had to take one, I'm taking the Warriors as well. Um, but you know, the Suns missing they're they're really missing their defensive presence without KD, without Mikel Bridges. So um I'm only be I'd only be looking towards the Warriors, but haven't played that game fully yet. So that's what I got for you guys today, man. Like I said, best best would be Utah plus a seven and a half. Haven't played that yet. Bucks money line. I did go ahead and put something on the Bucks money line when I got them last night at minus a half a point. Um, and uh, I'll be looking towards the under in the Jazz game. Uh, I'm sorry, the over Jazz in the Heat over two twenty four and a half. Um, Utah doesn't offer any resistance at all, and um, Miami should be able to score. Miami defense might be a little lackadaisical, being that it's their third game in four nights and their fourth and six. So that's what I'm looking at, man. Best of luck to you guys today. I'll be back at 5.30 as, uh, Eastern time as always for um, the Crispy Captain NBA show with probably a few more officials. We got seven games today, so I'll probably find a few more things that I like on the card as well. Um, but hit the like button for me. Subscribe to the shows if you guys see value in the show. And uh, I'll be back at 5.30. Best of luck to, the, to you guys today on all your action. I'm out.